0: The following podcast is rated 18 plus for mature themes. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to episode six of The Roundtable, an 18 plus podcast talking about the culture and history of the fat fur and inflation fur community. I'm your host with the most, a nerd with the word, Loco K.O. Welcome to the show. I don't know about you, but autumn this year has been a cold one. Hope you're all staying warm out there. Despite being a fan of the season, what with October and November both having their own amazing seasonal wonders, I've unfortunately never been quite good at dealing with the cold. If I had it my way, I'd prefer it to be a little bit warmer than borderline winter temperatures. But speaking of winter and staying warm, I have a guest with me here who you might argue is a connoisseur of winter attire, at least when it comes to big puffy jackets. He's a Pokemon who animates Fat Furs and managed to get so good at it that it's downright award-winning. So, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Hello, hello. My name is Luke, man. Uh, First of all, I gotta mention that amazing intro, man. You absolutely crushed it. Seriously. I didn't expect an intro that was that good. I feel uh, absolutely honored that you mentioned the whole Winter Gear thing. Um, Yeah, man. Fantastic. I love that. So, yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, My name is Luke and I make 2D animals move, as Loco mentioned before. And um, I live in the Netherlands, and it's very cold. And yeah, I am absolutely a winter wear fanatic, man. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> you, uh, So just for all the people who don't know you out there, um, what is it you typically do online?
1: Aside from making art, I do like to make little animations and short films, and I post those on YouTube. And aside from that, most of my art, I post on either FA or Twitter.
0: Gotcha, that's nice. Um, So I guess I I, I should ask, uh, regarding just questions in general, what's your history with making this kind of content?
1: Ooh, all right. So let's go all the way back to the first day, all right? I think you're gonna get, get a kick out of this. So Mm -hmm. I started in January of 2013. All right, that's way Mm -hmm. back. And one fateful morning, I found myself watching some hidden media. All right. And to you listening right now, there's going to be a quest that I'm going to give you at the end of this segment because while we're talking about hidden media, I would love for somebody listening right now to find it. Because what I'm talking about is something that has been removed from the internet as far as I'm aware. So we're going to jump down the rabbit hole here. At the end... Of the uh, So we're going to be talking about the Pokemon anime here. So mm-hmm. at the end of the episodes of the Japanese Pokemon anime, right? So very localized. They would show <laughs> a segment called Professor Oak's Lecture. So it was a short uh, one to two minute lecture about a special Pokemon that at the end of the episode, they would uh, bring the Pokedex out and he would like uh, give a bunch of information about the Pokemon. Now, mm-hmm. I came across a YouTube video of that about Dragonite. All right, mm-hmm. that's where the seed was planted. All right, because there was something interesting about this episode because they show some funny facts about Dragonite and the other Pokemon, but there was something peculiar about the picture that they showed off on that oh, video no. because he looked unreasonably pudgy. <laughs> and now I'm sure you and you listening, we've all had maybe like a fixation, maybe even a hyper fixation, right? When all of a sudden, you know, like um, maybe a fun fair, like you hit that final plug and all the lights are turned on. Neurons firing essentially is what happened when I saw that. And <laughs> I felt the urge to draw him. So what I did, I went over to uh, the printer. I opened it up. I got printer paper and a pencil.
0: As you do. As you do.
1: And I pressed the paper against my, my, my uh, uh, monitor. There we go. That's the right word. I pressed the paper against my monitor and I traced <laughs> the image of Dragonite. Yeah, I traced it. Keep I in mind, that. keep in mind, I was about thirteen when this happened.
0: Oh, so, okay. What? What? What year were you born, actually?
1: I was born in nineteen ninety
0: nine. Ah, okay. I was born in two thousand. Then we were. I, I was. I thought we were born the same year.
1: Okay. Cool. Wow. So you're younger than me, man. Cool. <laughs> I feel strangely powerful now. <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: <Okay. laughs> I mean uh, anyone could say this it's not specifically me saying this but I guess when it comes to the popularity of, uh, of an individual they could say they have more uh, power over situation I'm going to question that
1: do you think that if somebody's more popular they can have more power over a situation
0: uh it depends on their following if their followers are rabid enough <laughs> i suppose but i think i really don't think so man
1: truly it, it's and I'm, I'm gonna mention that more as we go on, but I think, yeah, yeah, yeah we're gonna mention more of that as we go on, Loco. But mm-hmm. you're all good, I, so
0: I, I, you I know what press- I need you to do? You know what I need you to do? If you manage to find that animation that you talked about, the uh Professor yeah. Oak segment, if you manage to find that, you need to recreate it and you just need to put a, a image of your fursona on there.
1: I <laughs> would be down, man. I would so be down if I could <laughs> ever find it again. I would love to do that. It's a wonderful idea, Loco. Thank you for that. No problem. So I get the paper, and I press it up against my screen. I trace the image of Dragonite, and I sit back on my desk, and I'm thinking, nice. <laughs> I felt accomplished, right? Because that, that's all that I could do with drawing at that time, right? Tracing. But then, here's where it gets better. Oh, boy. I grab, a, I add an eraser to my arsenal,
0: <laughs> Oh and boy. I
1: erase a specific part of the drawing. I erase the belly. Alright. And oh. here's where it gets even better than that. I grab my pencil again and something diabolical happens in my brain. The,
0: the clouds I part the word of God comes down and says, in your mind, bigger.
1: Yes, absolutely, Loco. Absolutely. You took the words right out of my face, man. <laughs> so, I make it a little bit bigger. And not only that, you know, like the the Mario Party meme, where it's like the it keeps getting bigger. Yes. I grab yes. the eraser again. I erase that shit. <laughs> I make it even bigger. I grab the eraser. I erase that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think have it happened like eight times. And I'm like, oh, boom, man. this is it. Mm-hmm, yep, this You have it. to
0: get the right shape, the right angle oh, yeah. for it.
1: <laughs> and that, my friend, was the start of something beautiful.
0: <laughs> man, this is this is a perfect backstory. I love this. <laughs> so, would you say that like that uh, lights on moment was kind of what uh first got you into this content, or was would you say that like later on something came?
1: All right, here's the deal, and I think many of you would agree with me on that. Maybe even you will, Loco, because mm-hmm. as a as a kid, uh, having unrestricted internet access, it has uh, consequences, shall we say? And not Perhaps. only that, the fact that when uh you uh Google image <laughs> when you Google image search something the results show up right and some mm-hmm. of those are deviant art <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. so you know you know i i've got to add on to that actually i think I we've all i think we've all like searched up stuff on youtube uh and eventually one day or another we're like hmm pokemon big and you just find yeah. this one animation of lugia and it changes you forever Oh no, no, you lost that one too! Everyone saw it. Everyone
1: saw That was the same fucking thing that got me, man, seriously. That is so good. Dragon Alexia, man, he was like uh, a necromancer with the way he just awakened everything inside of us, man. That and the world exactly and that's the thing he doesn't even know it he's like a dragon from malaysia and he's probably like enjoying some green tea or something just going about his day being awesome and he doesn't even know the consequences of his actions (laughs) so i'm very glad you brought that up it is of course that animation is mostly what got me aware of fur affinity but what got me aware of the fat fur community was i think i was uh um yeah (laughs) i was at at school surprisingly And, uh, yeah, I was bored, so I was going through Google Images, and I was looking for Lucario, because I loved Lucario, man. I played Smash Brothers Brawl every time, Mm -hmm. and it was my favorite character, so I would look him up on Google Images. I'm like, hey, sweet, let's get some content. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, you scroll down far enough to find something that uh, is the odd one out, to say the least. Mm -hmm. And you click on it, and then... This is actually something interesting. I'm very happy that I can uh, highlight it a little bit because I wonder if you, Loco, or the person listening, uh, can relate. It's a very strange feeling discovering that because you're like, why is he so big and why do I like it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, That's how I experienced
0: it. <laughs> yeah, at first it's like this initial niche of like, this doesn't feel right. Why? Why is? Why is? Why are you drawing that? Like, I will say, whenever I was younger, probably around your age. Um, it could have just been the culture i was in but i was a fucking fat phobic piece of shit really (laughs) but that was but that changed when i realized oh i like this oh wait i'm a terrible person and that changed my life
1: i don't think that's the right word to use man you're not a terrible person loco because i gotta tell you something man this is something everybody struggles with it's called externalizing an internal struggle and I'm lucky in the sense that I never had to deal with it. But when you're shamed or made to feel less than for liking something, instinctively, your brain goes, okay, I don't want this. I hate this. Many people have that with furries, right? They're like, ew, furries. They're unreasonably yeah. upset at furries. But then five years later, they're walking around in their $3,000 carpet. <laughs> and with or, fat or, you get the,
0: uh, or you get like the D&D thing. I've seen a meme before where like, your friend group at the start of the campaign, all of them are straight cis guys. And then by the end, one's a furry, one's trans, one's exactly. queer. It It's all down the pipeline.
1: Exactly, exactly. And there's part of you that's always been there that is, um, let's say, pupating. And then when you accept it it, it, it metamorphosized into a beautiful butterfly, man. And that's what happened to mm-hmm. you. And to oh, many other people. And it's uh, yeah,
0: yeah, and it's cool. That's part that, that's part of what I like talking about here is finding where these starting points happen for people. Um, that's actually kind of part of why I want to make this podcast happen, because I get the opportunity to talk with people who've been around here for a decade more. Like uh, last person I just talked to was a uh, Kaze Cat.
1: Nice. Oh, their stuff is great. They make some yeah. kick-ass animations, man. They do like Mugen characters.
0: Yeah oh, wait, no, I think uh, we were person. talking about it and he 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 was very flattered that he got like direct uh praise from someone who had been with his content for such a, while, a long while. Yeah, Keith Katsberg is excellent. It's one of the greats. It, re- it really is just a classic moment. But I guess we kind of talked about this already, but would you say there was any part when you were making this kind of content that you just something sparked in your brain that you went, "Yeah, I want I want this content that I make. I want it to be a big part of my life. Was there ever a moment that just came into your mind?
1: Mm. Well, of course, uh, for many of us, the art is what uh, catches catches our attention. And it kind of goes back to uh the third question. Mm-hmm. Or the 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 Uh, previous question, rather. Yes. Is that there's many other pieces of media, too, that kind of get your attention. Because I think we forgot to uh, talk about something that I would love to speak about. And I think many viewers can, uh, many listeners, rather, can empathize with or relate to. Is that back in the day, um, I'm not sure if you watched a lot of cartoons when you were a kid, but that's what kind of kept my attention for a while. And Mm. my first ever introduction to Fat fur's. When I didn't even know it, it really existed was when I saw, uh, when I was very young, sitting on my couch, watching Jake Long, The American Dragon, all right? And now when I speak about this to you, or to a viewer, eventually, or a listener, rather, it gets to a point where they realize, oh, he's going to talk about this. And maybe maybe you're already at that stage, but there was one I episode. I
0: can imagine where it's going. I haven't watched the show, but I can imagine where that's right. going.
1: Okay, well, if you're uninitiated, then I will be glad to enlighten you. So... There was an episode where I think it was an Easter themed episode where uh, they try to find a special egg, right? And then eventually Jake gets stuck in a factory where they make peanut butter eggs, and the egg, the egg, the egg, sorry, that they were looking for was also stuck in that factory. So <laughs> what they had to do is open every single egg and then eat it to find that the real egg was inside. <laughs> That's the. I uh, the can imagine the- where that
0: went. I can imagine where yep. that went. Absolutely, it was um, yeah yeah. I think I talked about it in episode two or maybe it was episode three. Um, I talked about people's awakenings uh, and crushes and stuff that they first had when it came to this uh, this kind of content. And it's interesting Uh how many people uh, it was cartoon characters.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I I find quite interesting how many shows had. Uh, wake-in episodes <laughs> or in general just episodes that were interesting in the sense that wait a minute why does that life jacket get so big
0: like <laughs> those yeah. kinds of things it's like, like
1: hmm, that... they're flavored with something
0: <laughs> yeah if i if i were to be honest as an adult now recognizing those themes and that some of it may have been intentionally included i'm like maybe that shouldn't be there But at the same time, I I can't entirely say I would have understood at the time.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing, too, because now I can answer, um, I can transition into your original question, which was kind of my uh, realization when I was like, hey, this Fafra community, this is the shit. This is where it's at. Because I'm thankful that those episodes existed, because if they weren't, I would have had that awakening later. Or I wouldn't have had it at all, maybe. I don't know. I can't look at different timelines, but I'm very happy with where I ended up because I found the community and I posted that very first sketch I did of Dragonite. It's the very first uh, piece I ever posted. And I got very kind comments from people. And I've never had that before. I've never had somebody take time out of their day to say, hey man, this looks cute. Great job. That made me so happy. It was like, wow, this is fantastic. And there's so many nice people in this community. Lots of just unbridled, unbridled. There we go. Kindness and just compassion, man. And I think that's the totally. foundation of the whole community. It's, it's underdogs. It's people that are neurodivergent. And you know the feeling when you talk to somebody and you're kind of on the same wavelength. I'm already having that with you.
0: Yeah. You, <laughs> and you get this feeling me. in your brain. You get this feeling in your brain that you're just looking at this person. You're hearing them speak. And I'm like, Oh, if I wasn't in public, I'd be popping off. Yeah, yeah.
1: Absolutely. And I encounter that in this community more than anywhere else, and I truly feel it's it's where I feel comfortable being. So, it's uh Yeah. I wouldn't say it was well, an instant awakening, but I kind of transitioned into it, and I I don't think at this point I can imagine anything else.
0: Yeah. And it's it's nice to find a community that you can Uh, You can engage with and that can engage back with you in a positive back and forth that will both offer a a style of constructive criticism, but also just talk about your content. Because I I think that's what a lot of creators want is they're not so much caring about the specific criticisms or the any other specific things. It's just the fact that people are talking about their creations that make a lot of people happy.
1: Yeah, I think that can be a great motivator for many people to want to create is that idea that you're showing it with somebody else. And I think there is a fine balance to find with that. And it's uh, I found myself in periods where I'm like, I need to post, right? <laughs> it can be a bit uncomfortable when you're in that position. So I think finding that balance between making art for yourself and showing it to others, being the cherry on top, rather than making art purely to show it to others. Mm-hmm. A very difficult yeah. balance to find. I'm, I'm still working oh, on I, it
0: yeah it's there's always going to be moments where like despite how much pride you have in your work there's always going to be that inside where I'm like do I really need to show people this I mean maybe I just care about the fact I managed to get an arm correct here finally <laughs> or hands man those are tough <laughs> yes <Hands> which, suck. <laughs> yeah which like that that's the one thing that I th- I think is funny. Uh, it's a little tangent here. Um, yeah, go for it. But you you know the whole like debate about uh, the uh, AI art and how difficult it is to figure out if it's real or not. Yeah. AI art still struggles with the one thing that humans struggle yeah. with hands.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's um it's beautifully ironic in mm-hmm. a sense.
0: Yeah. Um, which another thing that came to mind. You were mentioning uh, people you interacted with. Um, when I brought up the podcast and I had uh, advertised Hdolby33, uh, that episode that I did with him, um, yeah. I had seen that you were interested and you ended up following me on Twitter. I am so sorry that you follow me on Twitter because I spam my retweets.
1: What? Dude, that's all good, man. That's all good. <laughs> it's, your, it's your page. Don't apologize. I know. Just do what it's you want to do.
0: Every time someone follows me on Twitter, I'm like, uh, you sure about that? Because the second you open twitter you're going to be your timeline is going to be filled with retweets
1: here's the deal okay how twitter's algorithm works if i click like on something the algorithm's like hey we're going to spoon feed you more of this shit <laughs> and True. i can, i don't like every single post most of what i do like is art right and then mm-hmm. what i do when i've done when i've done browsing like my for you feed in like the first five minutes after I'm in my morning routine or whatever, I go to the following tab, which actually shows everybody that you follow and all their stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that is where uh, most of the retweets that you mentioned would end up. And trust me, <laughs> you your page people deserve to follow your page, and oh, they yeah. do not mind you doing what your page what you want to do with your page. Yeah. Honestly, local, please you have to know this.
0: Oh, I know, I know that, and I have to wonder if I. I may not have a big reach uh, as big as I would ex- would want. Let's say that, but I have a, a theory that the amount of things I retweet and how much I retweet has somehow caused this like underground like uh, network of people who like see this and so other people retweet it, and it's all because of me just. Sending out a bunch of retweets that now more people just indirectly get boosts. <laughs> so. Yeah,
1: social media can really kind of get you thinking like, hey, how does this work? How does that work? In truth, mm-hmm. what I want you to focus on from one person to another is that you putting passion in your podcasts and interviewing uh, people with enthusiasm, which is what you do. I'm having a great fucking time. That <laughs> is what will what will take the audience to you. Right, you can mm-hmm. you can do all the PR and all the the advertising. You can put all the the the, um, the posters on the walls, but in truth, what will bring people genuinely is your passion and love in doing this podcast. Right, so thank you for letting me be all high and mighty like that. But I do feel like it's the truth, man.
0: Oh no, totally. <laughs> like when when you were saying that, I uh, ironically was thinking about oh, I could turn this into a 30-second intro clip for, like, the promotion on Twitter and stuff. You could, you could. <laughs> okay, so I, I feel we've, we've moved a little bit from uh, questions here, and I want to move back if possible. Yep. So what would you say defines the word uh, fat for or inflation, or whatever is relevant to you? What, what would you say defines that to you?
1: I love this question. Here's where I get to be puritanical and say, this is what FATFOR is. And if you don't agree, you're wrong. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're truth... wrong. You're stupid. I'm going to throw rocks at you. <laughs>
1: exactly. Your opinion is universally wrong. But the truth is, um, yeah, I'm going to be really simple, really vanilla, really Hagen dazs here in, in that um, I don't think there can or should be a universal definition that everybody adheres to when it comes to fat fur or inflation or anything in that genre. I think, I truly think fat fur as a baseline is a fat anthropomorphic character or characters. Mm-hmm. And even cartoon shows fit that description. And I'm, I come with that conclusion based on the fact that when I was young and I was on YouTube and YouTube still had a yellow subscribe button and five stars. I hope mm-hmm. you remember that time
0: because <laughs> you were born I'm, only later, I'm a year later. Bear, after. I'm... Just barely remember coming off the cuff of that. But I do just remember like that, that on, works. on uh, phones when it was a TV icon.
1: Okay, perfect. Yeah, no, that, that, work, that works. And uh, there would be fat fur slash weight gain compilations. And it was just cartoon shows. <laughs> so by that definition, I think uh, it can truly be as simple as a fat anthropomorphic character from a show or just a species. As long as he's standing on two legs, it's fat fur to me.
0: Mhm. Yeah, I fact, agree. Of course. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean that that's I feel like if if they're skinny, does it really count? I don't know. But it, it, regardless something funny you mentioned was a uh, compilations. Uh, that just got me thinking about uh I think I talked about it with hlb 33. Um I should just call him Callum, but one thing that <laughs> we talked about <laughs> was like how people's exposure to fat fur content could be as simple as a slideshow of stolen art oh yeah no
1: absolutely absolutely and it was kind of my introduction to it too you know there's many Mm -hmm. uh many artists that kind of got me um many compilations you know there was one by blue there was like lots of comics raccoon Mm -hmm. drew fucking Gil panda lots and lots of great artists yeah i i
0: and I wonder, have you have you ever seen your art in any, any of those?
1: Yeah, yeah, I've seen some of them. And I wear it as a badge of honor. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, because that's the thing. I want to give, I want to play, uh, if I play by, um, that, that's like the rules I play by are universal. If I uh, found out about the fan Four community through other people's stolen slideshows, I therefore... Have to allow other people to use my art in their stolen slideshows to continue the cycle. <laughs> That's
0: how I'm I raising it. my I'm raising my metaphorical glass here and just quoting the description of every one of these videos and going credit to the artists. No specific artists, just credit to the artists.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that works. That works totally. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah.
0: what uh what would you say like is there something or someone that kind of just inspires you nowadays?
1: Oh, man. Yeah, that's the thing. There's never just one person. But I I, I do want to mention one person at the end of it, because I think there's a lot of different definitions when it comes to inspiring and inspiration. You know, uh, as I mentioned before, there's a lot of artists that introduced me to the fandom. You know, there's, there's Blue Dragon. There's uh, mm-hmm. there's uh, Duo Radon. He's just like, great fucking comics. So good. <laughs> really mm-hmm. good. And uh, you uh, know, does
0: uh, Yeah, I think Duo Redon is a pretty popular it. artist.
1: Yeah, man, they're crushing it. They're, they're yeah, really good work. And they want to make me do art, right? They want to make me mm-hmm. do art. But in truth, there's a lot of really kind individuals in this community, man, and just the happiness that they build up inside of them, they radiate outwards, and I love seeing it. And I want to bring highlight to something that happened to me yesterday. I was visiting a stream yesterday. And uh, was it? One of the viewers said something that um, really stuck with me. And he directed it towards the streamer directly. This message that this person wrote was directly meant for the streamer. (laughs) And he said, from what I remember, something along the lines of, you doing what you do is enough. And you being as you are right now is enough. And I remember reading it and feeling just really warm inside, <laughs> and I kept my cool in in chat, and I just agreed with them. I I did like the point up emoji, because I agreed with them. But in truth, I wanted to hug them and tell them, "You get it," <laughs> because it's such a nice <laughs> thing to say to somebody. I yeah. I love seeing that stuff. And here's the deal: there's a lot of artists that, um, they make lots lots of beautiful art for people, and they make them really happy with it but there's something about a kindness that is not broadcasted right doing something kind because you know it will make the world better and not expecting any kind of of recognition for it at all and seeing that i got to see that yesterday in that stream and seeing that it's like a beautiful pearl man it's
0: great sometimes it's sometimes it's just a good thing internally it makes you just feel happy just to see other people be happy. Like that might be slightly selfish to say that you're doing it just because it'll make you happy. But I think if you're doing stuff just because it makes people happy and you're not wanting anything back physically in return, I think that's fine. Absolutely. But that is, that
1: is the true foundation of kindness because it doesn't boost you. You're being kind not to boost your own image or to put yourself, uh, let yourself be shown in a certain light. It's just you doing something kind for something and letting it go with the wind and letting it be forgotten in a sense. Because the thing that they said, they probably thought, oh, it's just something nice that I want to say to a friend. But I love that stuff, man. It makes you really happy. It's a very primal kind of kindness that I love to see. And that person that said that inspired me on that deep level. It makes me want to do little things like that too, even though... Maybe nobody will see them and that that's fine. That that should be how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that got me thinking,
0: man. <laughs> that
1: question yeah. got me thinking.
0: I, yeah, <laughs> I I didn't want to like I, I didn't want to cut it off because I, I, I like the way you were going with it. But I I guess if we're we're reaching kind of a halfway point with the questions. So I thought I'd break it up with a little uh a little curveball here. I wanted to ask you some random questions you could not be prepared for.
1: Oh shit, go for it, man. I dig this. I All feel right. like a slugger, ready at like the the ball throwing machines, seeing if I can hit <laughs> the curveballs.
0: Let's do this. All right. I it's funny the list of question possibilities I have here. When I realize I, I you would already give me a specific answer, and I know why, and I'll come back to that in a second. So, <laughs> first question: deep dish pizza or calzone?
1: Oh, man. Okay, here's the deal, right? I'm sure all of your uh, very gracious stream guests so far have been from the States. I'm yes. assuming that's an assumption. Um, when I hear deep dish pizza and calzone, <laughs> my mind goes blank.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, would you like me to explain what it is?
1: Well, uh, yeah, I go for, go another for it,
0: question?
1: man. Go for it, man. What, what okay. is a deep dish pizza uh, and what's a calzone?
0: Deep dish pizza is just like imagine Imagine pizza lasagna. <laughs> okay. Wait, let me Google search that. Deep oh, whoa. So it's kind of like a pie. Whoa. Yeah, it's it's kinda that like thing. that. Um it's a lot of sauce. And then a calzone is just it's just pizza toppings stuffed inside of like a, a big roll, but it doesn't have sauce inside.
1: I see. Interesting. Yeah, I've seen those here. Red, okay, which, so
0: which sounds more appetizing to you?
1: Okay, so the thing with the deep dish pizza is it's yeah, I don't know. It <laughs> the calzone looks way more appetizing to me, man. Because if you're gonna make right. something deep dish, I feel like like making like an apple pie or a pecan pie would be way better. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. there's there would be so much dough that you're eating. <laughs> I like. There's a reason. I think it's pizza more sauce
0: and cheese. Honestly,
1: oh my god, you're right. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I'm looking at the images. Damn,
0: <laughs> you're awakening. You're awakening <laughs> to this debate. <laughs>
1: All right. Yeah, um, I think I'm starting to understand why we don't have these in the Netherlands. You know. <laughs> <laughs> right, it looks cool, though. It looks sick.
0: All have right. you ever had so, them? So, uh, I. I think I may have once, but it's not my thing. Okay.
1: Maybe for the better. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm I'm a calzone person. Okay, but... cool. High five. Wahoo. Alright, so next question. Cake or pie? Alright. Um cake. Cake. <laughs> Any particular reason.
1: I just think when I think of cake, I think of like a um a kind of cream cake with chocolate on it, like delicious topping. Some strawberries on, it, like a portal cake from Portal. <laughs> I think of that kind of cake, and that looks mm-hmm. more appetizing than a flat cake, which I would assume is more. more
0: I like that image of flat cake to describe a pie. I love that image. it is, it is isn't it? it a pie. It's like I guess it's
1: technically
0: correct. Okay,
1: okay yeah. <laughs> It it it's not flat flat, but it's it's flatter.
0: <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's all pastry at the end of the day. That's true. Maybe what confuses me
1: is that again, here's the, here goes the whole country thing. Is in the Netherlands we call apple pie apple tart, which translates to apple cake. <laughs> so <laughs> I end up short circuiting like this question a little bit.
0: <laughs> my my brain doesn't work with your. Dumb Americanisms.
1: No, you're all good, man. You're all good. You are the one that's compensating for my Dutchisms, alright? And I really appreciate that. But to answer your question, purely because they don't make mocha pies, I'm gonna go with cake.
0: Alright. So um you know what? Uh some of these questions are difficult to ask because I have I already know what you're going to answer with. One of them was jacketed t-shirt or long sleeve shirt? I already know you would go with jacket. And summer or winter? I would imagine probably winter.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm very happy that you thought one step ahead of me. <laughs>
0: Because those it's, questions it's... are more
1: loaded than a cannon. <laughs>
0: it's, the only reason I say that is because I know how much you've drawn in the past big winter jackets. <laughs> Every so, time you mention right.
1: that, the whole jacket thing, it just flatters me. I don't know. It, it's such a very <laughs> specific interest of mine. And when I see uh, other people just acknowledging it, it makes me happy. I had to say that, loco. But yeah, yeah it that's, would be that's fine. Uh, long sleeve or it will be jackets and winter.
0: Gotcha. Okay. And so I actually act- want to press
1: you on this. Okay. I'm so sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I, ha- I go really want to press you on this because I'm, I'm very curious. I think when, <laughs> there's going to be this one listener that, that might rage at this, but here it goes. I think winter is universally superior. Okay. And here's the deal. Oh. Because when it's cold, you can put on as many clothes as you want before it's comfortable. Right. And you know where I'm going with this. When it's summer, you, can't, you can only take off so many clothes
0: fair so i think with winter you enough. can
1: make yourself comfortable and then in the summer you can't if it's too hot you're fucked <laughs>
0: <laughs> i got you there what one second i'm just going to i am going to type in something here
1: okay go first i had to mention <laughs> that i had to go on a tirade about seasons
0: <laughs> yeah i'm i'm just making sure so you're you, you do a uh, your system for like weight is kilograms correct yeah that's correct all right counter uh, counterpoint to your thing about winter being good uh i am 47 and a half kilograms 47 and a half kilograms that's whoa that's very light that... <laughs> yes that's cool yeah because uh, yeah. i was gonna say pounds but i realized wait no i'm, I'm stupid americanisms again
1: no you're all good i can at all this right. point i can convert it into my head <laughs>
0: All right, it's 105, 110 pounds is where I am. But anyways, actual last question about the weird offset debate thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, soup or salad? Soup. All the way.
1: All the way. Okay. Oh, my God. All the way.
0: Any so here's reason? how I
1: am with food. I enjoy it when it can go down quickly and easily. I love that. Mm-hmm. So there's some people. I don't know. I just really enjoy that. And um, soups are often warm. So when the soup goes down and it settles, it settles inside your stomach, it's kind of like you have to, you have this portable furnace for like uh, an hour or two after that. And it's the best. <laughs> <feeling>. It's really <laughs> nice. I and love that salads, analogy. That's so
0: it. cute. Wait, that's such a cute analogy.
1: What the hell? But it is. it is. It. It I, I used to have oatmeal as a kid. I loved it. It was so warm. And then I would I would eat it and then I would have this, this portable little furnace inside me that would keep me warm. And it was the shit. Have you ever Have hot. you
0: ever drawn something like that? Because that is such yeah. a perfect idea for a concept.
1: I don't think so. I have drawn, I think my Dragonite after drinking a bunch of hot chocolate, which I
0: th- I think could be similar. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just don't know. mini I'm internal furnace. Like Autofat fur is just such a cute concept. I'm I'm surprised I've never thought of that before. Duly noted,
1: man. I'm glad you think
0: so. Seriously, but what? with salads,
1: you have to you have to kind of uh, grab your spoon. You have to make sure it doesn't fall off your spoon. You have to select all the things that you want in your spoon. Like wait, this spoon? is everything that happens. In like in like a spoon? two minute window. Yeah, we eat salads with a spoon or a spork, rather. <laughs> wait, wait, wait,
0: what? Why would uh, you eat okay, salad here's with a spoon? <laughs>
1: Okay, here's the, here's the moment in the podcast where I have stepped on a landmine and I can no longer go back.
0: <laughs> I lo- I, you know what? I love you, man. You do, you're great on the show.
1: No, perfect. No, you're great, too. Okay, so here's what's going through my head right now. Either it's Dutch uh, culture that I eat salads with a spoon or I have been eating salads wrong all my life. <laughs>
0: I guess it it could just be a, a me thing where I'm thinking, how are you gonna like pick up the the thing? Because I'm thinking like you're probably gonna need to poke the through like the salad in order to pick it up. That's probably just a me thing.
1: Yeah, maybe because the thing is when I have a salad, it's usually like a, a spork kind of tool that I have, w- w- in which you can still pierce the food. But mm-hmm. I like collecting it on a spoon. <laughs> you know what? Valid valid like, point. It's... No, 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 no. I, I'm
0: saying, it's easier to transfer it to your mouth when it's a little cup rather than it being a flat plane.
1: I am two years old.
0: <laughs> We're all <laughs> no, back at that early stage. We're all at your computer. We're all drawing that dragonite on your computer.
1: Oh my God. I just hit my butt
0: oh my microphone <laughs> oh, no. all right all right <laughs> we're you we got a good one there yeah but uh okay we will move on to the actual questions once again so i i feel like this is kind of an obvious question but um what are some of your major projects you've uh worked on or been a part of
1: well, I love this question because now I get to plug all my shit. No, I'm kidding. Go it's, ahead, uh, go ahead. Obviously, it's it's films. Um, the latest one that I've made is Horns. Very happy with it. And aside from that, there's been previous short films. Uh, there's vending machine and rules, which are kind of in the same universe. And yeah, a lots of lots of fun little projects sprinkled throughout. Now to answer the question a bit more concretely. I have been part mm-hmm. in of uh, one big project that was not a solo project because all, all of the other ones were solo. Um, when I say the, the term reanimated, something might come to your mind or the listener's mind, uh, but it's these collabs where one episode of a uh, loved TV show or cartoon series is taken and then mm-hmm. is reanimated, and this uh, yeah, and you have uh, several have several now,
0: people working on it. It's like yeah, a, like kind of like
1: a... hundreds of animators collab to turn yeah. a 20 minute episode into very small bite sized pieces that every animator can work on on their own time and then finish. It was very interesting working on that project because the people that organized it had everything in this nice organized Excel sheet. It was awesome. It was like how bees make their hives. It's, it was so organized. It was perfect. And mm-hmm. that's, that's what sticks out to me. And also the fact that it was really fun to work on. That's I made my uh,
0: art. Did that get completed? 20...
1: Yes. Yeah. That, that's what I was getting. Uh, that's what I was getting to. Sorry, is that I finished my part? No, you're all good. You're all good. That I, I finished my part in 2019, and it was finished in 2022. <laughs> it was uh... great. It was really nice to see. And I love Moomin. There's a lot of um, Moomin inspiration in my art and in my current day character design for my Dragonite. And it was it was fun to participate into. And then lastly, uh, Jack Goose, otherwise known as Kikatsu, does a annual Secret Santa project. Mm-hmm. Where everybody, I've, can I've been on that a handful in. of times. Nice, it's so much fun. And every year I participate in it. So I think that could also classify as a big project.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were there were a handful of things there. I kind of uh, I don't know what specifically to touch on first. But uh, the Moomin thing, I've never properly watched an episode. But I can definitely see the uh, comparison from there to your recent work because uh, I think it was just that one uh, Dragonite Day doorbell, uh, like ring doorbell image that you drew. I'm so happy you mentioned that. That Yeah, that was something that that stuck out to me. But there was something else you said uh, throughout the process that I just don't remember, sadly. Um, Was it? Uh, this call or somewhere yeah, else? Yeah, it was, it was in this, it was in this call, uh, like you, when you were answering that question, I don't remember, but, uh, as far as the, oh, so, uh, you know, I'll talk about that in a second, but yeah, yeah for sure. the Secret Santa, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I've been on that a handful of different times and I, I think the, I did it last year, I think, um, and the person I got art from uh, was uh, Creature Unknown, which is it's a, we could talk I about see. that, but that's a that's a completely different thing at this point.
1: No, I, I understand completely what you mean by that.
0: Yeah, but uh, I just thought happy. I was. Yeah,
1: I'm very happy with Kikatsu's initiative in doing that, and yeah. yeah, I can imagine that leaves quite an impact.
0: Yeah, it's nice that people have a. a Okay, so the way I think what I was trying to say is it's nice that people can have sort of an outlet to all come together to work on one project. And I think that's what uh, I was thinking about when you were talking about the uh, the multi-animator project or the reanimated thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Multi-animator project is also a, a valid term for it.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's just what I've become so used to because I've just seen the term map before so many times and it's just like it's stuck in my head.
1: The thing is saying the full uh, term is kind of necessary. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, but yeah.
0: I won't good. say why, but we can kind of imply why. Yeah,
1: yeah. The internet being the internet, but yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but I'm so, very happy that Katsu does what he does, and it people it makes a lot of people happy. And I'm looking forward probably. to participating in the next two months. Yay! Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> if I if I have the energy and focus, I will try to participate as well. well but of course, um,
1: you do. Though. Force you. We want to get the free uh,
0: podcast episode now. I was the just about here. to say, yeah, we're just going to put you on for thirty minutes, let you say whatever you want. But then again, got... how am I going to pull that off and be a secret Santa issue? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think you but, got the encouragement
1: uh, to do it,
0: <laughs> Maybe, maybe. Uh, but yeah, so about your individual projects, um, one of the I'd stuck around for quite a while with yours, and I'd seen a lot of your early work. Um, I think one of the earliest I distinctly remember is the one of that uh, Dragonite running on uh, the path like they were jogging, I think. Um, no, no, Charizard, sorry. Sorry, Charizard uh, jogging down the path. Um, oh, I see. I'm messing up dragons. I'm talking no, no, you're to all the all master all right. of drawing Pokemon animations whoa, whoa. and I can't even get Dragonite and Charizard correct. Logo, no. so you are all good. I wasn't giving you
1: that uh, voice inflection because you made a mistake. I was no, giving I'm you just teasing you. you. Oh, <laughs> I know the piece that you're talking about, and yeah, yeah. I, I, I sometimes
0: it. get, I sometimes get that conflated with the one of a uh, Charizard in the bed as well.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, Dragonite is kind of uh, Charizard's gay brother. I know people say that; and it makes me laugh. Every <laughs>
0: <time>. <laughs> I like that, uh, yeah. but also, as far as you're like more not so much fat fur, but just like casual uh, animations go. I think the first one I did see was I don't know if it was the Gilmon one. Uh, is that how I pronounce it? Yes, correct. Okay, Gilmon. I've never seen Digimon. <laughs> uh, it was either that one where he got super drunk or it was the Ooh, one yeah. uh, or it was the uh, uh, vending machine one. One of those two. Oh
1: yeah, that goes back. That goes back, man. That makes me so happy that you've been enjoying those animations for that long, man. That makes you really happy, seriously. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, hey,
0: if I didn't know you about you for quite a while, I probably wouldn't have you on the list of people I want to bring on for this. Dude, I'm honored, man. Seriously. Yeah. All right. It means well, a lot. I guess since we're talking about your old work versus your current work, um how would you compare what you did in the past to now when Do you have any kind of favorite pieces or moments that you've gone through?
1: Ooh, I'm happy with my old work, and Mm -hmm. I still want to have it. uh, I still want to keep it. It's not that I want to remove uh, all the old work that I did because it's somehow less, or that I was somehow less skilled when I made it. Mm -hmm. And I still look at honestly argue.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I'd honestly argue your style is different, but that doesn't mean it's lesser quality.
1: Yeah, no, everybody's styles change, and in truth, I always had fun, and I, I put, yeah, I put love in every piece that I make. It, it it feels a bit strange saying that, because I think everybody does to a certain degree, but I, I see those pieces, and I look back on the fun that I had, uh, like, erasing the valley and just listening to music when I was drawing, it was, I, I truly love doing it, and I see that whenever I look at those old pieces. So it makes me happy to be able to revisit them. Even when you mentioned uh, the old animations that you saw, like the uh, Gilman getting drunk. um, I think back to uh, freshman year of college when I made it. And yeah, no, I don't know. It just makes me happy. (laughs) So I'm very, I I look back on my old work uh, with contentment, but there's one piece that shines above them. In a in a different way, and it's not a fat for a piece. It's a it's a piece that's special to me, and it's a piece of fan art of Rocket Raccoon and Lila from the movie mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Have you seen that movie, Loco?
0: I honestly haven't watched much movies in the past uh, half decade, uh, but I okay. know about the movie.
1: Okay. Then I will silently grumble for the rest of the... No, I'm kidding. kidding, (laughs) Uh, To you and to our fine listener, go watch it. Absolutely. I highly recommend it. It's a fantastic flick. There's a lot of love that's put into it. And um,
0: I made a piece... We need you to go watch Rocket Raccoon scream at people for the next hour and a half
1: this message is sponsored by wonder bros no okay i'm kidding it's not <laughs> can,
0: can we get <laughs> well, 1 million tickets on this now we are dying yeah. the writer strike is killing us
1: <laughs> we need this to be a box office hit people but the truth is about the piece is that it's um it's a very loving story and i cried when i watched the movie and it made me feel very happy. It was like a, a hyper fixation. When you see something good, you kind of just latch onto it and it gives you mm-hmm. all your dopamine for a little while.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, I love these two characters and I made a piece of both of them hugging. Right There's a, there's a part in the movie where they hug and I, I loved it. And when making this piece, when making it, I felt something that I usually don't feel when I make art. It was just the feeling of profound contentment and acceptance because I was making this piece for me, alright? There's many many people that didn't even watch the movie, they're going to think wait a minute, what, what are these characters? That's cute I guess. I made it for me because I love mm-hmm. these characters so much and I wanted to represent that into a piece and here's where it gets better, <laughs> alright?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I get a notification that someone had commented on the Twitter post for that piece and it was a person with a selfie as an icon. And this was uh, unique to me because usually you don't see that with with furries. And those are mostly mostly uh, the people that retweet or like my work, is, is furries. I'm sure it's the same for you as well. You see like a colorful animal in mm-hmm. the profile picture, but here I see a human yes. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. And I hover over their icon and they have their full name in, in their what? name too. I hover over their icon and in their bio, like my eyes go as big as saucers in their bio it says chief of cgi team for frame store and it was um the same team that made the uh cgi animation for Guardians of the Galaxy 3 they were responsible for creating those characters and i fucking flipped oh, my boy. shit it was the sickest thing ever he had seen my my fan art man it was awesome it's like um i, I could it's like i showed it to him and he put it on his fridge <laughs> and that made me really happy it was the cherry on top of a beautiful cake
0: yeah uh it's it's interesting that big names for people that like your inspiration where you got the inspiration from big names that were connected to that showing praise for your work is totally uh something that i can imagine i wouldn't say boosting your ego but making you feel amazing
1: yeah no you're absolutely correct you're so correct i'm very happy you said the boosting ego part because it is part of it and i think it's the um it, everything is is a double-edged sword in a sense. I think that's the double-edged sword of receiving a great deal of praise from a person. And you can feel happy in the moment, but it's best not to take the ego. Like, you really want to. Like, I, when that happened, I fell on top of the world. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this. Let's go. I'm crushing it. But in truth, you can't latch onto that, even though I really want to. Even though I really want to feel like I am somehow um, bigger figuratively it's <laughs> maybe just... not
0: the right word for fat word, but <laughs> we get what you mean I
1: to do a like, shit. it's
0: it's the dragonite habit all over again
1: look okay it, the bottom line is uh it boosts the ego but as long as you know that you're in no that you're in no way more valuable than anybody else on this planet it's all good kind mm-hmm. of have to see it through that filter if I may mm-hmm. be all be all yogi guru ish in saying that, <laughs> I, I got sure. it, yeah,
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> thank I, you I, man. I think I think what you're saying it makes a lot of sense to me, and I I completely respect that. So we talked a bit earlier about um, community stuff. I wanted to kind of get your perspective on the fat for community in general. Do you think things have gotten better over time? Do you think things have gotten worse? What are your thoughts about how things have gotten or developed over years?
1: Mm-hmm. Now, back in my day, we had none. <laughs> Okay,
0: Back so in my day, we take- could only draw on <laughs> paper and computers did not exist and all these fancy machines. I-, I could keep going on with that. Back in my day, I drew in paint to a side.
1: <laughs> <laughs> back in my day, you wished that you had <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah. In I think in truth, right? It's like an ebb and flow, right? Every community is always in flux in a sense. It's like the sea, you know, it's like ebb and then flow. It's like yin and yang. And some days I feel very connected to the community. I feel right at home. I feel loved by my friends. And other days I feel more alone, which is fine, you know. Uh, sometimes you have rain and a plant needs rain and sunlight to grow. The art uh, attracted me to the community, but the people are why I love it. And even just being here and doing this podcast with you and laughing, I fucking love it. <laughs> it's great. And um, it's, it's what makes it makes me love this community. It makes me feel at home. And that has remained the same for these past 10 plus years since I've been in, in it. It's that foundation that has remained strong.
0: Mm-hmm. I, so, I yeah, like that kind of perspective. Just the it's, foundation that really is changed. staying strong. That's good. I'm just, I've been like, I was trying to scroll through your Twitter to find that particular image. I just couldn't. <laughs> uh,
1: which image were you finding? Trying to find the it?
0: rocket raccoon image you mentioned. I just couldn't find it. At all.
1: I wish you had told me I would have shown you it to you right away. Cause of course you don't have the caption. that's yeah, um, it's
0: fine. It's fine. I will we'll, send we'll,
1: it to you right now.
0: All right. Well, we talked kind of just in general about everything. And unless there's something that comes to mind, I want to kind of start wrapping up here by asking you do you have any advice for anybody in the community
1: alright advice man and this is meant to uh, to the listener the person who's hearing my and your voices right now because you took uh, the initiative to click on this podcast you took the initiative to listen and I hope uh, you had a good time and this is meant for you man this is meant for you Because here's the deal, you might be at a crossroads, you know, what should I do, what path should I take, and there's many directions to go, there's so many, it's it's fucking blinding. And you might think, should I take the safe path that other people might tell me to take or quote unquote society tells me to take? Because there's a lot of those safe paths and they're clear, it's less likely that you'll trip. But right now, think of what you want, all right? What you want and nobody else. What you truly want for yourself, man, forget everybody else. And the thing you envision, the path towards that, more often than not, 99% of the time, it's not, quote unquote, safe. It's misty, man. There's a lot of, lots of trees and branches in the way. There's, there's brambles and briars, but it's your path to take. In truth, right, I just want you to be you, man. Just be you. And accept that you're enough as you are. You don't need to be anybody. And anybody that tells you that you're not enough, don't let them tell you dick, man. Seriously. Because you're, (laughs) there's so many people that love you. And many beautiful, beautiful fucking things waiting for you to see. And you add to this world in your own beautiful way, right? So love yourself first, right? Fill that cup with so much self-love that it overflows. And then shine that that overflows onto those you love. Because they'll remember it, man. And you can do it. Mm -hmm. I believe in you. And thank you very much for listening to my uh, off-the-wall, deep rant about how I view things. Because in truth, you're okay as you are, man. Seriously. You're all right as you are. And there's so many people that love you. And that's what I want you to know so thank you. Yeah,
0: I I, I agree to that uh, that message in general. There's one particular piece of advice I've heard before. Um, it was less of an advice thing and more just something I heard where I don't exactly remember what they said, but it boiled down to, there's a reason you got to this point. And th- that could both be a really threatening line, but also implies that you're not just here for no reason, that there's there's a good potential for why you're there.
1: Mm, you feel... So I guess I, uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, that's where we go deep. That's where you go deep, man. Yeah. Do you I, believe I, in I guess destiny?
0: I, <laughs> I, was, I guess I'll add on to what I was, uh, said originally, which was uh, what I heard originally, rather, which was there's a reason you're here, and 90% of the time it's a good thing.
1: Damn, I love that.
0: Well, we could go it, on about questions of destiny and real life but i leave that up to you as uh I, I was thinking i was like man if you haven't already my point of advice to you is become a dnd dm wait your advice to me yeah you have the potential for it i think you have good ways of oh, describing I, things. Say, I could never
1: do it man i don't have that attention span. I, I, I don't. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's it a, lot a lot easier
0: it's a lot easier than you think <laughs> at this point with where we are Do you have any final thoughts, comments, or other little things to bring up? Ooh,
1: not on the top of my head, really, but I do think it's a nice opportunity to uh, speak about the animations that I've been doing because it kind of ties into uh, what has changed with my routine in the sense that I always felt like I needed to post work consistently, right? To keep people interested, you know, to, to kind of foster your own community, but in, as this year has progressed, I've really stepped away from that. And it's brought me so much more peace. A lot of people, they tell you, hey, uh, stepping away from social media, it can help. You know, it can really kind of ease your mind. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm slowly trying to distance myself from my presence online. And through the Your Character Here animations, which has allowed me to make an income for the first time in my life, which I'm very proud of. It's allowed me to kind of force myself to move away and accept, hey, uh, you're doing what you do. People enjoy what you do. You don't always have to post uh, consistently, even if you don't post something for a week, two weeks, maybe even a month. It's all good. It's all good. Mm -hmm. And I'm very happy that um, people have been enjoying the, the Your Character Animations. I enjoy making them. And I enjoy living it a bit slower. Um, Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you had a great time as well, because you deserve it.
0: Person behind the the speakers there that's listening to us, we know you breathe.
1: We know where you are. We know you're near.
0: (laughs) We know we can track your IP address. I've already logged it. (laughs) I've gone gone into the future after the recording and after all the posts, and I've (laughs) logged your IP.
1: I'm already in the All closet. Right. Get it, get, it, get it on my headphones. Oh my god.
0: I like to imagine they're sitting in like a, a public space with headphones on, I'm like, there's no closet. They turn and look, and there's just a cardboard cut out of a closet door.
1: <laughs> That's the creepiest shit ever. That's some SCP <laughs> shit right there. Just a full <laughs> closet in the middle of the
0: road. <laughs>
1: That's even better. Like
0: you just the, the door like, opens yeah. up the door opens up slightly. You're just standing there, full Dragonite, just like just staring at them, not saying anything. It's the same as that, uh, that image of the ring doorbell thing. It's just, oh yeah, you see that? You just poking your head out, like poking back and forth, just dodgy at it. There's some good potential for what we've talked about in this podcast for you if you ever want to like draw something shit posty
1: Oh yeah, like some um, some creepy shit, <laughs> like empty sockets.
0: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, well. I thank you so much, and I guess once again, last minute thing from you.
1: Oh man, you keep pushing it, you keep pushing it, because I'm going to keep talking if you give me the opportunity to. No, in truth, Loco, thank you so much for having me on, and um, I wish you the best of luck going forward. I had a great time. I was having a bit, of a, a, sh- uh, a bit of a shaky day, but this really, really gave me an opportunity to laugh and have fun, and that's truly priceless, so thank you, Loco. I really appreciate no you, right, And with that, I will slam the door behind me. Bye, bitch. And no, I'm
0: out <laughs> <laughs> The metaphorical closet door closes again. All right. Well thank you all for uh listening in and thank you, Luke, for coming on for this episode. And I will see you in a future time, perhaps. And to all of you listening, whether or not this is the end of the podcast episode or not, I have no idea. We will get to that point when we get to there. But regardless, thank you in for listening, and I will move you on now to the end of the episode, as we are out of time for now. If you'd like to keep up to date with any future podcast episodes, you can check us out over at soundcloud.com loco-k-o. Or if you have any questions or just want to contact us, you can shoot me an email at lococo.hbf at gmail.com. With all that said, thank you for coming, and I hope you have a fat and happy day. Till next time.